This is the Air Check. The Air Check. The Air Check with Mike Lemons. The Air Check with Mike Lemons. Welcome in for another edition of the Air Check. I'm Mike Lemons. This is a show where we sit with former radio uh, broadcasting students, graduates who are enjoying success in the radio industry. And today I am pleased to be joined in studio today instead of remotely uh, by uh, Tabby, Tabby, we, Tabby Archer when you were here, but you've married since. So this is Tabby Athena. She's an on-air personality producer at Boost Radio in St. Louis, also in Chicago. And we welcome her in now. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that you're in studio. I'm so excited. That's I haven't seen you in a while, and it's great to see you. And I know. the first time we get to do one of these interviews with a student in studio, and the reason why is you're you're based here in the St. Louis market, uh, although that you're in Chicago as well. So we'll talk about uh, that in a second, but. Uh, you were a student here. You left in, what, 2016 is when you graduated, yes. correct? Uh, we'll talk about your time here as well. But let's catch people up. We've done a few students who are in country radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done another student who is um, uh, out of radio now and a professional podcaster. Uh, we also did a student who's on several stations in many markets doing um, uh, hit radio. And now we have someone who is on Boost. Tell us about Boost and what you do for them. It's positive hits and hip hop, so it's just all um, positive music. So you're going to get something you can dance to, you can work out to, and you're going to get a positive message when you listen. Now, you've been with Boost for some time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, it wasn't your internship with yes. Boost out of here? Yes. So kind of take us through that process on how you went from interning at Boost to now being on an evenings in two markets. It was crazy. I started interning for them and was hired shortly after. And I just worked my way through overnights, um, weekends, nights, and started producing. And it's just been a blast. I'm grateful. I've learned a lot. So so this is hip hop. So it, it, mm-hmm. would you say that it's Christian? Would you say that it's? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and this is of evening, so in 7 to midnight, is mm-hmm. that when you're on? Yes. Now, you're in St. Louis, but recently also Chicago was added, too. So you're in both yes. markets. Tabby, that's a pretty big deal, it's right? So I mean, exciting. not only to be in a large market like St. Louis, but Chicago is, what, the number three market in, in the nation. Mm-hmm. And you're on both of those stations now. How uh, What's that been like? It's been incredible just to see the support that we've had. It's less all listeners supported. Um, and we recently were named Station of the Year, and it's just been so much fun just to see how people are enjoying Boost. So um, you talked about the recent, well, you talked with me off air, mm-hmm. um, how you just recently went to Chicago, but there might be some more expansion coming there soon? There will definitely be some more um, multiple different stations in the next few months, which will be fun. So people have to stay tuned for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, more coming from Tabby there. So, you know, we've talked with a lot of other students, you know, our, our format here is a modern rock format. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, a format that we carved out several years ago to find our niche in the mm-hmm. St. Louis market. And that has evolved over the years too, to where even now we're a little bit more indie than we were before just to try to carve out a niche. Plus, we've also done a little bit, a few more songs that we think would be more poppy that you might mm-hmm. hear on Pop Station. So just trying to be something to everyone, 18 to 24. Um, 
Did that affect your transition into going into a Christian, you know, uh, hip hop format or did it not really matter because radio is radio? It was definitely a transition. I grew to love the music we played here. And so then it took me a few months, almost a year to get used to that, that hip hop. But now I love it. And radio is radio. So it, it was fun. It was an interesting transition, but I felt prepared in the radio aspect. Well, that's good. And I'm glad that you glad that you were prepared. So COVID has had a big effect on a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone, the whole world, right? I mean, it, we're just, we're not um, alone in that. It has affected our business uh, quite a bit. And the fact that um, radio is really driven by promotions and mm-hmm. concerts and things like that. Um, how much of a struggle has that been for Boost and you at Boost? And how do you think things will change once everything open back, opens back up? It definitely was a struggle not being in studio, in person for a while, working from home, no concerts. We're listener supported, so with people losing their jobs this past year, we weren't sure if we would have the funding to keep going, but people have been so generous and um, supportive, and so we are, we're trucking forward. We're excited for concerts. We're adding them back this summer, which is fun. Now, uh, fill our, our viewers in. You said listener-supported. So mm-hmm. with, um, with radio stations, it's either listener-supported or uh, your educational broadcast station like we are. So mm-hmm. um, in both cases, it's not a commercial uh, broadcast entity, mm-hmm. meaning that we don't survive on advertisers. And there's a reason for that. I mean, the reason why commercials were set as educational or non-commercial is so that... Um, I guess the chase for uh, revenue from advertisers and making sure that their interests are free from content mm-hmm. and that you produce. Um, so when you say listener supported, how, how do listeners support Boost? Listeners give a gift, a monthly gift, a one-time gift, one time a year for us, or they can online any time of the year. But it's, it's so nice just to hear the stories. They call in, we answer the phones, and they tell us their stories, why they love Boost and why they want to give their hard-earned money. And I, I love that because it feels almost like you're not just doing radio to get a paycheck. You know the money comes from somewhere important people gave out of their hearts and their hard-earned money. And I, and I would bet that would change your approach, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Obviously, people in radio are professional and, and they get it and they know that listeners drive everything, but even more so in your case, maybe mm-hmm. than commercial radio and the fact that your listeners are the ones that, that are helping you be there. The listeners are why we do everything. They're in every decision we make, which is really nice. So let's switch gears a little bit. We'll talk about Boost a little bit more, um, but let's switch gears to when you were a student here, which was not that long ago. Um I interviewed someone from 2003 last oh, week. Wow. So uh, I, I, we've had people in a range of things. And even when you were a student here, mm-hmm. you were able to look at the successes of others before you. Mm-hmm. Um, did that motivate you at all? Or did that give you some confidence to think, man, there are a lot of people who are having success coming from here. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did that play into yours at all? Or um, did, did something else happen? It was kind of something else. I actually, I don't know if you know this, but I took that intro to broadcasting class by accident. I wasn't planning on going in radio, but being in that class, I kind of found 
a passion for radio and switched my major. And I think the passion kind of drove me more than anything. And I still have that same passion for live local radio that I had back then. It's grown and it was just so amazing to do that. And then seeing Ed, nobody had a bad thing to say that had been through this program and seeing how much they loved it. I just made me want to be in radio even more. Now, I remember your class well. I remember one of your closest friends uh, in the program mm -hmm. uh, and going through the program at the time. Um, being here and being able to work with fellow students, working on the same project, mm -hmm. you know, doing college, but, you know, doing fun, cool stuff along with doing college is something that our students haven't had for the past year because of COVID and being remote. Mm -hmm. We're opening back up in the fall with classes and things are returning to normal. How important do you think that is to students in this program and how, how did it help you being around your fellow students all the time? It's so important. I think we helped each other learn. We had our teachers, of course, but having those peers that we hung out outside of classes, we formed relationships and we just kind of helped each other along, inspired each other. One person would do good in an air check, so we wanted to outdo our friends right. and have a better air check the next week than them. And it was just like a friendly competition. It, it was just amazing. The connections we made last forever. She's still my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about uh, someone named Ellen, by the yes. way. Yes. Right? So um, that first semester, uh, we do a lot of things in the announcing class or the intro broadcasting, and there's an announcing class as well, mm -hmm. to where we just work on your vocal skills. And mm -hmm. it's not that you need this amazing, incredible radio voice. It's just we try to instill confidence in whatever it is that you speak on. Mm -hmm. And just that confidence in general leads to better projection. Better projection leads to better articulation and inflection. It just kind of fixes everything. Mm -hmm. Um or shyness and I believe you had a little bit of that shyness when you started the program and now you're yeah. on in St. Louis <laughs> in Chicago doing radio yes um, how do you think you're you're not very shy anymore huh no I mean yes but no I was so shy when I started here and I think the confidence instilled in me in other places in my life as well right. it's really helped build who I am as a person today and I'm grateful for that the the confidence kind of changes your your whole outlook on life. You're not shy anymore. You know, that's so big. Wherever you draw that confidence from, if if we gave you some of it or your faith gave you some of it or mm -hmm. your family gives you some of it or whatever it is, so many more doors open mm -hmm. with a sense of confidence. And there's a difference between being confident and being arrogant, mm -hmm. um, being comfortable within yourself and being able to speak. And when you know I open my mouth, it's going to sound okay. Yeah. Um, just because I'm not, I'm not hiding behind it. So yes. congratulations to you there. Um, is there anything you can recall while you were a student here or is there something that sticks out uh, specifically or just in general? Is there, is there, what do you think of when you think of your time at, at Lewis and Clark? Oh, I think of the air checks for sure. I think of um, the, the bad ones and the good ones. <laughs> I still remember my very first air check where I was like, yes, radio is what I want to do um, for the rest of my life. And then I remember those air checks where I was like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. Um, air checks for sure. And just being on air in general. It was just 
so much fun learning and and just being here. Um, did you go to many concerts when you were uh, a student here? A few. Yeah. I That's went something to that we miss so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's something we miss doing so much. We can't wait to those those start back up again. You mentioned the air checks and a lot of students have before whether they were very positive feedback or, you know, sometimes when they say I would be brutally honest about an mm -hmm. air check. And you know, even even the ones though that aren't as good, there's something to be learned there and um, it's okay. And even though we've always said the radio station is a lab first and a radio station second. Um, trying to make sure you're as good on radio as you can be. And I, I think a lot of air checks over the years that maybe weren't so good is people trying new things, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Or it's lack of preparation, which is not fine. <laughs> so yes. I, I think it's trying to find the difference between those two um, to make sure that you're you're prepared. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the preparation and, uh, and boost. And what is a day look like for you you're on in the evening so mm -hmm. kind of take us through uh your planning and preparation before you do your your evening shift in two markets well there is a lot of production which i'm grateful i learned that here to be prepared to do that later and then just i kind of have fun i it's not just at work that i prep for shows it's everyday life you get ideas you put it in your phone and i kind of like have this motto that everything is show prep. So if my family says something to me, if my my baby does something, if my husband does something goofy, like it's all fair game. There's no off limits. You can't tell me I can't talk about it. Right. <laughs> so watch what you say to Tabby if you run into So her. yeah, most of my show prep is everyday life. And that's so key, right? Mm -hmm. And and in that first semester when you're going on air and we talk about developing ad lib. What is it that you're going to talk about? Um, and I, I don't know if you ever remember saying the phrase, just pay attention to the world around you. Mm -hmm. It could be your drive in. It could be something you caught on a newscast in the morning. It'd be something your family said or mm -hmm. you know, just an experience that you have that others can relate to. And um, just being able to talk about that because people can relate because they've been through the same thing. So yeah. um, that's, that's great advice, right? Just to mm -hmm. recognize the world around you. Yes. Um, can we talk about your family a little bit? You just yeah. mentioned a husband and, and your uh, child. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. And, oh, um, wow. Yeah, I've been married three years now, this week, actually. Congratulations. Thank you. And we just had a baby seven months ago. And it's just life is good. Um, baby's growing way too fast, and he's insanely cute, but I'm a little biased. Uh, I think your baby's really cute too. I see it <laughs> on social you. media. So changes perspective on a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a child. Yeah. And it actually makes me grateful for the music that I play because I know if he's listening to that, he's not listening to anything questionable. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So if people wanted to tune in to you, where, where do they find you? So they can find me on the radio, of course, 95.5 here in St. Louis, and online, smart speaker, just say play boost, and we're there. Tabby, thank you so much for joining. It's wonderful to see you, and you. Uh, we should have planned for Ellen to join us for lunch or something. That, that would have be been, been smart. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining us. Continued success to you. 
And uh, we'd love to have you back sometime, whether it be a reunion or maybe you could be a guest lecturer or something like that. I'd love that. Would you be good with that? Mm-hmm. That's Tabby and Athena. That's Boost Radio. Oh, I'll call letters again. W. That's I'm not call letters. A dial position. Sorry. Dial position. 95.5. 95.5. Yes. If you wanted to listen to some very positive and upbeat um, hip hop, right? Yes. That's 95 Boost. 95.5 Boost. That's Tabby and Athena. And you've been listening to the Air Check. From Lewis and Clark Community College.